Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. start by wishing everyone a very, very happy new year and to start by telling you how much I appreciate you. I appreciate my audience. I appreciate all the beautiful acknowledgments that I and the team received for uh, our efforts to heal human disconnect. Thank you so much for the beautiful emails and cards and well wishes. Very, very much appreciated. And tonight I'm going to talk about setting your consciousness and mind mapping 2020. <clears throat> Before I jump into the subject, I want everyone to know that the mind map video series is still at a discount of $95 through January 5th. And you can upgrade that for another $97 to talk to one of our wonderful uh, staff members, life coaches. And uh, this is a very, very uh, great deal because it is a way for you to do some of the healing on your own. And for those who are uh, on a tight budget, especially after the holiday, I think it's a remarkable way for you to go from the wounds of the past through dismantling them and then shifting yourself into health, health through the help of a do-it-yourself video along with any level of service that you want to incorporate into this. So going back to the topic, mind mapping your way to a better 2020 and a better part two of your life and setting your consciousness. I want to start by reading a little bit from my book. Here's the book, and it is available for free in PDF form. So grab your copy, and uh, if you don't know how to download it, just email us, and we will be happy to do so. And remember, everybody, this is a call-in show, and the number to call in at has changed, and I want to read it out to you so that you could be aware it is 323-524-2591. That is 323-524-2591. And, pardon me? Oh, 99. Sorry. 323-524-2599. Let me correct that over here. And I want to hear from you. And mainly, we're going to be talking about setting your intentions for 2020. I'm not talking about setting your goals. I'm talking about setting your intentions because goals easily fail. 
Intentions is what drives the why. Why are we doing this? What is our intention behind? And here is a chapter in my book, first chapter, Setting Your Consciousness. Max Planck, the father of quantum theory, understood that behind anything that exists, there is consciousness. It is the organizational concept behind all thoughts, actions, and even the material world as we experience it. He said, I regard consciousness as fundamental. I regard matter as derivative from consciousness. We cannot get behind consciousness. Everything we talk about, everything that we regard as existing, postulates consciousness. And I'm suggesting that we can get behind our results by setting our consciousness. And control of consciousness determines the quality of life. And that's a quote by Mihai. I should be able to pronounce it because I'm Hungarian, but this is a really long name. Csikszentmihalyi. So that's the best I could do on that one. So let's define a little bit more about what is this thing called consciousness. First of all, I want to say that consciousness is a slippery slope because you might have an intention or consciousness to be loving. And before you know it, boom, now you're in envy. Now you're in anger. Now you're in resentment. What happened to the consciousness? Well, It's easy to become reactive, and we're going to mind map all this so that you can understand how to have a better flow through life and create a life that is not based on childhood wounds and negative core beliefs and faulty patterns and faulty thinking and horrible unconscious material that rules you, and we have to clean all that stuff out for preparing the slate for a clean slate consciousness where you can then recreate or create from a place of, 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 of being the cause. So here's an article by Jess Carlson, and he talks about um, intention is everything. So he says, we have a really bad habit as busy people to forget things with intention and purpose. We go about our day in a routine sort of way, often doing things the same way every day because it's just habit. That's how we do it. So I know we have a call-in here, and so uh, I just ask all the call-ins to please remain on topic. And this episode, this this uh, YouTube segment is about uh, consciousness as being causal, intention as being causal. So hello, you are on the couch, and what is the your name, in. please? Julie. Hi, Julie. Nice to meet you. Where are you from? I am from uh, Colorado. Okay. I'm in Aurora. Okay. Thank you so much for for uh, calling in and, and tell me a little bit about how you relate to the topic and um, go ahead and ask away. Uh, well, I'm going through the, the mind map and okay. I'm trying to do go through my, my conscious, it's about, your your um, show is about consciousness coming out, correct? Uh, your intention. About realizing your truth? Inten- yeah, 
Yeah, realizing your intention, like my intention is blah, 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 blah. And it's a powerful driving force of an intention rather than my goal is to lose weight or my goal is to exercise. What is the intention? To become mentally healthy. Okay. And to not react and to project all my garbage that was projected onto me as a child and not to do that to my own children. Okay, that, that's beautiful. So your intention is to come from a place of clarity, right? Remember, I talk about 2020 vision for 2020. I, I did an episode on that uh, at the end of the year, and I want to refer to that again. And it's up there so you can view it. And 2020 means that we're not projecting, we are not distorting, right? We are not... Um, acting out of our reactions. We are not um, recreating the WTF, as I like to call it, the what the Freud, which is the same old, same old uh, patterns that your parents taught you and their parents taught them and the multi-generational trickle down. So your intention is to break this cycle, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, that's why I'm reading your book and going through the phases. Okay, that's so trying to really be healthier. Okay. And and why did you decide, you know, a lot of people just say, ah, forget it. I'm just going to live this way. And why should I bother? And uh, there are a lot of people out there that don't really want to bother to do the work. And so what incentivized you to, uh, to do something and to start learning and to start getting conscious and taking responsibility and ownership of your own stuff, so to speak? Well, I think that the biggest one was me just wanting to be a better mother. Okay. But I think the sh- the shock wave that I got that like woke me up mm-hmm. was my father okay. that was murdered, and that like sh- just it was like earthquake, and it it made me really look at my family. When for did what this happen? Was. When did this happen? About three years ago. Oh, I'm very sorry. He was. Mm-hmm. It was really shocking. I mean, he is an alcoholic and he was driving around drunk mm-hmm. and the, the, they got pulled over and somehow, some way he got shot in the face. And I mean, it's pretty dramatic. And um, my family came to me and told me, and I of course drove to Vegas because that's where they were. And I okay. went to be there for them mm-hmm. and they ended up turning it all around on me and making me the scapegoat and, and punishing me and blaming me and shaming me for no real reason, just because they were in pain. And it like, it made me wake up. So you like, saw that? I don't deserve this. You definitely, huh? definitely not. But you, you were able to see that they were escape. You were actually conscious of the process that they were doing this to project their pain onto you so that they can somehow try to alleviate their own. I don't think I really got that until I started really going into videos and realizing and seeing the patterns and going, oh, my God, this is why they lied and said I stole from them. And I I did this and I was drunk and intoxicated, which I wasn't Mm -hmm. the whole time, Mm -hmm. which other families saw and confirmed. And for so long, I had been forced to believe that I, it was always my reactions. It was always me. I was always the trigger. I was always the person that was to blame. Mm -hmm. And then my husband saw it. And when I had that witness, yes. just, oh, my God, Julie, you were right. Yep. Your family's totally crazy. 
Mm-hmm. So you're <laughs> so like, lucky wow. that you had your, your husband as a witness. I call it an enlightened witness, somebody that's outside of the system, seeing in and shining their clear 2020 vision on what's going on, what the Freud is going on, and he saw it. And so uh, there are also, uh, you bring me to a concept that I, I wasn't going to talk about, but you bring it to my consciousness, which is unconscious intentions. And uh, these are not uh, to the surface. For example, your family had an intention of cleaning and clearing their pain. Did they not? They didn't want to sit with it. Yeah. Right, so they had an intention. They some somewhere in there, uh, uh, there was a uh, a process that went. This is very very painful. I don't want to carry it. Well, Julie's here. That's great. I could just guilt her and shame her and blame her, project all of this onto her, and then kind of clean it and walk away and for a moment feel better. It's just that those kind of intentions are not sustainable because the feeling is going to come back, the guilt and the shame and whatever it is that they're living with is going to come back, and then they're going to need to find somebody new to project it on, correct? Absolutely, yep. Or mm-hmm. or fill the, their hole in the soul with, I like to call it generically, drug, sex, and rock and roll, so they don't feel the feelings, or a combination of both. Or shopping. Or shopping, okay. Shops. Okay. Stop it away. <laughs> okay. All right. So we have a lot of mechanisms. So in order for us to set intentions for the for the for this year, we've got to get behind the eight ball. We can't just say, My intention is to lose weight. My intention is this. We've got to go back to point one. And I'm gonna mind map this so that you can see and then you can jump in with further questions. So if you put the mind map up, you'll be able to see panel one, childhood wounds. And what are these childhood wounds? I concentrate on the the big five, which is physical abuse, uh, emotional verbal abuse, uh, sexual abuse, neglect, emotional neglect, abandonment, and smothering. Okay? So if we don't clean the wounds then we can't have clear intentions. Then we're going to have unconscious, sick intentions that are going to create reactions, poor encoding, and then eventually break down into chaos defenses, and then the whole system will go down the drain, and there's going to be the big breakdown, which is panel six. Okay, so how do we even Mm -hmm. start to to grab a hold of what our intentions are is we, we have to go to point one, panel one, wounds of childhood, and start cleaning that out. Because you know what happens yes. if they're not cleaned out. You know, Julie, uh, uh, pop quiz mm-hmm. to you. You what project happens? it all. You project it all. Correct. And then instead of yeah. being clear-sighted and 2020 vision, you have reactions. And so I call... I want I want to be very clear on on what I mean by the WTF. It's kind of like a psychological formula. And the best analogy I, I can come up with is something like let's say I step on your toes, right? 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So I step on your toes mm-hmm. and instead of going out, you just... Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just punch me in the nose. Okay, so okay. is that within the bell curve norm of reaction? No. No, okay, unless <laughs> no. you have a, you know, like a, a, a bunion there or something or a bad nerve there. Okay, it, it doesn't warrant that kind of reaction. So the psychological formula is that the difference between uh, a, a bell curve normal reaction to uh, an event and the actual reaction to the event, is the difference is the WTF. Okay, so if you mm-hmm. don't have any issues there, then you'll just say, ow, that hurt. And then I could say, I'm so sorry. Is there anything I could do to, you know, to help you with the pain and usually it'll be no no don't worry about it you know it'll 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 dial down Mm -hmm. now if you have a what the freud going on then it might look like your reaction to the wound which maybe let's say your mother i'm making it up of course let's say your mother and your your father punished you by physical abuse okay and then part of it had to do with your feet and so then i step on that wound literally Okay, so now it's not just me stepping on your toes, it's me stepping on your childhood wounds, which will up the reaction, correct? Yes. So instead of having a regular, oh, I'm so sorry that hurt, now it's like WTF, what did you do that for? Boom. Okay, and then it triggers off the encoding, which is, oh, I see, you don't think I'm. You don't think I'm important, right? You could just step all over me, correct? You think I'm a nothing. You see how this thing goes mm-hmm. like a like a psychovirus. It's just boom, boom, boom. And now what do we have? Chaos, break uh, defenses and breakdowns. So that's why and we have to, and dis- dysfunction. So that's why we have to dial it all the way back to the cause. It's not good enough to treat the symptoms. It's not good enough to behaviorally change. It's not good enough to put a bunch of affirmations on the wall and say, no, I am worth it. I'm a good person. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, you got to break it down. You've got to break it down. You never know why. You can't heal it. Correct. And I I feel like there's been so many blank spots. And only until recently has my childhood been coming back to me in waves. Like, oh, my goodness, this is why I get mad at my kid, because they're not listening to me, because they never felt heard. Right. You know, and I'm trying to work through those things so I don't just pass it along, because I just, I can't do that to them. 
I got to be healthier. And I just heard one of your specials about parents trying to really see the things that they've done. And I'm trying to really see and own it. That is the most powerful, powerful. You heard that episode, Parents Own Your Own Stuff? Mm -hmm. I was shocked. Literally like an hour ago. Okay, well, (laughs) I I was shocked at the conversation that took place. And for those of you who haven't heard it, please listen. And and the, the, the woman who called in, unfortunately... Her son committed horrible. horrible. Okay, I won't give away that, but let's just say a horrible thing happened to her son, and now she was seeing. You know, hindsight is what do they say? Twenty twenty hindsight, and she's begging mothers, Mm -hmm. please own your own stuff. And and what I mean by that is, if you know that you messed up with your children, it's a conversation and. Pull up the yep. Peaceful Healing Dialogue. It's there on my website. You can go to my website, The Shortcut Way, drjudywtf.com. The Long Way, you don't want to do it this way, psychologicalhealingcenter.com. Too long. So you can pull it up and just grab that Peaceful Healing Dialogue and say to your children something like, look, I want to talk to you and I, I'm beginning to learn and understand and I want you to know that I know and that I'm getting more clear-sighted and I'm getting more 2020 for um, 2020. And what my intention is in this conversation, remember, intention is to own my own stuff so that I can free you of any blame or shame or uh, negative core beliefs that I may have instilled in you. And then you can tell, you can talk to them and you can tell them the multi-generational, yep. right? Because that'll unfold the story mm-hmm. that you learned this yep. and then you taught them this and you didn't realize it. And now you're having a ha experience and you wanted to experiences and you wanted them to know. I'm really lucky. My kids are still so young. So I feel like I'm already starting that peaceful dialogue with them. Yeah. And my daughter, she's so smart and yep. she gets it. She's just like... Oh, yeah. And if I had, she is such a fragile soul. She would just be shaming and blaming herself just the way I did. And I just, no, honey, you don't need to blame yourself. Right. You know, those are your feelings and that's okay to feel that way, Mm -hmm. but it's not your fault, you know, and I I try to work through it because I was gaslit so much. I didn't know what was up and what was down. So I just, I can't do that to my kid. You know, I got to make sure that I, I, I'm as honest as I possibly can be with them well, because they're, that's so they're, important. They're very lucky, and I, I'm going to break this down, and uh, I'm going to make available mind map perspective from a child's point of view, which I did with my grandson, Alexander, and he was about three and a half years old at the time, and he's now seven, and he really got the mind map even then and much more detailed now. And he said, Grandma, you know, panel one is the boo-boo, and panel one is where it hurts, and panel three is where every uh, is is uh what did he say about panel three is uh is where you think you're bad, you think you're bad, and panel four mm-hmm. is where everything goes crazy, everyone goes crazy, mm-hmm. and panel five is where you push each other away. This was her his interpretation. I did not give him these words. He was looking so at the cute. pictures. And I was like, okay. And then panel six is where everybody's hurting each other and fighting. And then panel seven is where we all get along. And then panel eight is where uh, it's teamwork. 
And then panel nine is peace. He says, I love peace. <laughs> I have to, you know, I think I'm going to play that video on, 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 in public. It's just such a cool video. And so show your kid, everybody out there, show your kids a mind map. It's intuitive. And they can speak through it yep. and they can even point to it and say, you know, mommy, you hurt, you hurt my feelings. And now I think I'm in panel three. I think I'm a bad kid. And now mommy. Yes, my daughter has done that too, but she's never done the panel three. So now I can use it as a reference. Yeah. It's a great tool. It's such an easy tool and it makes the conversation flow. And the intention of the mind map is, again, it's to pinpoint those wounds of childhood and how they shadow over us. And the intention is to break free of the the prisons of the past so that you can recreate a better part two of your life. And that's my intention with this Mm -hmm. work. My, My intention is to create a pathway out of psychological prison, out of psychological hell for many people. And also, I love your the way that you, you grab onto the psyche of a person and then connect it to society and how we all intertwine together and how we need to heal ourselves before that we can even start to heal the, the, the bro- broken aspects of our society and yes. the political system and the, the things that have happened. I just love that because Thank it's, you. it's all intertwined. All intertwined. Thank you. And, genius, and, you know? and I really appreciate that. And the original intention of the mind map, do you know that the mind map was not yes, even I meant to be that. a psychological model? It's, I, I was I was taking some mm-hmm. classes in Kabbalah and reading spiritual works, and I decided to doodle a process of healing global disconnect, and I called it Join the Human Race because I was getting sick and tired of our isms, blackism, whiteism, yep. Chineseism, Christianityism, Judaism, Muslimism, this is, I'm not saying give up your isms, but find a way to use your ism to enhance the human race, not to annihilate the human race. That was the message. The tribalism. Yeah, I'm right. being so tribalistic. Yes. It's just pulled us apart as a society. We need to gather together and realize that we're all human beings, no matter what color or religion exactly. or any of that. It doesn't matter. Exactly. And so yeah. my idealistic view was to create a movement, really. I wanted to create a movement called Join the Human Race. That. And before we are anything, black, white, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, anything, number one, we're a human being and we have to become a humane being. And then we can Absolutely. use our religion and our culture to enhance and gift the human race with all of the wisdom and the beauty of our religion, culture, and so on and so forth. And that would be panel seven, which is why it's my logo. So I couldn't do that mm-hmm. because I, 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 you know, that would have been a Bill Gates kind of project or, uh, uh, you know, Nunez or one of those people. And if you're listening, please give me a call immediately, okay? I still want to launch that project. Uh, it's just that, that, that now I want to get this in the school system and I want to get into the hands of, of people yep. like yourself so that you don't have to drag yes, all this yes. material into the, the next uh, generation. Okay, so... Absolutely. Right. And that's how we heal. I think it's so key. Yes. And why is it not in our school system? It's bizarre to me. Like, those are the most important things is to try to be able to connect with people on a healthy level and to have a healthy attachment. That's never even spoken of in medical or nothing, really. I mean, they just try to fix your symptoms. 
and and brush everything under the rug and let's ignore it and let's yes. just deal with the surface and and that's why there's all this destruction and chaos with shootings and i mean Absolutely. it's just everywhere so the micro problems are growing macro and i wanted to go from macro but now i see that I needed to start on a micro heal human disconnect, which will then trickle out to healing global disconnect. So if any one of you are educators and have influence in school system, contact me. I'm, I'm very serious about getting this into the school system. I think it will radically prevent. I'm, I'm very big on prevention. One of my favorite quotes in, in the book, Be the Cost Healing Human Disconnect, is a, a quote by Albert um, Einstein. And he says, smart people solve problems. Geniuses prevent them. So let's all be yeah. geniuses and prevent this from infiltrating into the next generation. And so, yes, if you're uh, an influencer, teacher, educator, I do want to talk to you. I do want to get this out into the school system. It's not, I don't think it's that complicated. Maybe I've made it too complicated. Maybe it's just a matter of getting the book into the hands of the teachers and the principals and getting the video into the hands of the teachers and principals, eventually parents and students. So, okay. And people healing their own wounds will hopefully express that everyone needs to heal. That everyone you know, internally. needs to heal. Absolutely. Yep. So I know I have another caller. I want to tell you how much I appreciate you calling in and setting your intentions, setting your consciousness. And so your, your intention is to be able to connect the dots and teach your children and own your own stuff. I love it. Thank you so very much yep. for calling in. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. My pleasure. I appreciate your book, and I am almost done with it, and it is changing my life. So thank you so much. Okay. Very appreciated. Okay. Good night. Okay. I think we have another caller. So hello. You are on the couch with Dr. Judy. I really appreciate that. Is that me you're talking to this time? I am. I am. And what's your name, please? I was just, I was somewhere between listening to you on the uh, Trying to turn my computer down here. Okay. okay. Um, on 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 um, YouTube, and then I, uh, there was a conversation going on in the background as well. Okay. Um, yeah. I, oh, what's your name? My name is Emily. Emily, nice to meet you. And I always like to ask people, where where are you in in the states or Canada or in the world? Where are you calling from? Well, I'm in the state of human existence, <laughs> uh, <laughs> residing from, okay. and. Uh, I'm in Wisconsin. Okay, okay. And so what drew you to this topic? And and talk to me uh, more about what your intentions are for yourself in 2020. Well, my intention for myself is um, to continue to heal. I've been, um, I I can't remember if it was on the phone or if it was on the computer, um, Mm -hmm. but talking about, you know, getting down to the the grassroots of of what the problem is. And, um, I grew, I was adopted as a baby. Okay. Um, how, how, old? A how old? Already, how old? I was one month old. Okay. And they already had a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. And my, my understanding, my adoption was kind of like in the fly. Like they got a phone call in the afternoon and boom, I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My parents were 38, Wisconsin's adoption laws. My dad was 38. My mom was turning 38 August 6th. They got me July 22nd. Mm-hmm. So they... Mm-hmm much didn't expect to be getting a second kid. Yeah. 
And um, I would be... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Be basically, um, in my 54th year of being uh, the narcissistic scapegoat, to the point where literally um, I didn't want that title. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. when I was 37, um, this psychiatrist or psychologist, I don't remember which, um, put a whole bunch of shingles over my head, you know, that I had been molested and I had been raped and I, you know, I mean, I knew all that neglected abuse, all that stuff, Okay. but I didn't need title because I was coping with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand it, but it kind of put me in a tailspin of, um, just like not understanding how to understand. <laughs> but wait, and, were you, wait, uh, wait, back up for a minute. Were you telling him that you had been sexually molested and abused? Were you telling him this? Well, it was, it was a female. No, I was molested as a young child mm-hmm. um, in preschool. I was able to describe the place to my mom and she verified that it was a church where I was at preschool. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember being consciously aware of male penis or male genitalia yeah. being in, at the end of a hallway being about the height of, of you know, a man's waistline mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Um, and being, and kneeling on a chair, looking out a window. I mean, and, and that's kind of all my, you know, my, I have really no sexual hang up. Um, mm-hmm. I was raped at 12. I, I had a whole bunch of different things and I was also abused by my mom. And, and I, I finally like gave myself the credit for this because I thought there was something wrong with me because I didn't have all the crazy rape issues. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, I've always recognized the victims victimizing me. You did. So somewhere in there, seen, you, know, you didn't buy in that you were dirty and you were, you know, you were to blame. And, and, and somewhere in there, you didn't, I, you I, didn't I, buy in. But it just feels, but I tried really hard to be the dysfunctional, like I, like I wasn't following the normal psychological path mm-hmm. of, you know, so I felt like I was, uh, you know, not, you know, like I was not applying myself well enough, which is what I was told all through school. But I, I stumbled on something really interesting, which has taken me to a whole new level. Um, I experienced a head injury in May of 2015 mm-hmm. by my own accord. I had to take a cab home after being out drinking and I got my flip flop hooked on a, on a step in May and fell backwards and wow. totally like put my husband woke up in CSI. She boy didn't like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then, um, I got involved in a relationship where it was supposed to just be a roommate. We kind of ended up being FWB, but he started getting really c- controlling and immediately said, um, that he'd kill me if I called the police after he got kind of rough with me. I never doubted it. Mm-hmm. I knew that a restraining order wasn't going to do it. I knew I was right where God wanted me. 
You know, okay. like okay. I knew I wasn't I knew I was gonna die, so to speak, or if I was it was it, I was okay with it. I don't know. I was there for a purpose. Um what I what it turned out to be, it started, let's see, September that was May, September, October, November. By November I was being I, I we stomped on my head with steel toed boots, um and uh strangled me. Um That's pretty me pretty brutal. With so with with everything that's that's happened to you and uh, obviously you started researching how do I heal, how do I heal, how do I heal? And so what I'm solid with that. Pardon me? My problem is is uh, well, just to give you a little bit more, I mean I went from that to literally the last time you abused me. My grandson, and I was thinking about this when you were talking about your grandson um, doing all the, the um, different columns of feelings. That is exactly what I suggested to my daughter to do when my grandson was having issues. And he witnessed me be picked up off the floor by my neck and then be man-punched in the face. And I saw that little man just stand up straight and his body got stiff as a board. And just shortly after that, he um, started wetting the bed at night. I mean, okay, bad. so now yeah. now you're seeing that we if we don't clean up, you know, if we don't clean it up, right, it's, it's going to keep going and going. So tell me a little and, bit. You you've been through an, an awful lot of pain and abuse, oh, and you know, even yeah. even 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 <laughs> I mean, more it's just so. More, you, you know, the adoption. Yeah. So go ahead. I'll let you talk. No, I'm just also bringing up the point that for one month you were not either you were um, bonding to your biological mother or in some kind of foster. Do you know which it was? Um, I'm not. I, yeah, I was. I actually know my biological mother, and she kind of put some things kind of into um, you know like a, a pattern, and just like an oscillating thought in my head that I, at first I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of neat. But then it started like soaking in and I started realizing, you know, um, do you, um, I don't, I apologize for not knowing better, but do you do a lot of different things with spirituality? Do I? I, I, I mean, mean it just religion, depends. It depends on, I, on the orientation of the person because this is a psycho-spiritual model at the heart uh, of the mind map is a psycho-spiritual model. Right. Okay. And see, I'm totally 100% God. I'm, I'm all God. 100% and to the point literally after in the middle of a illegal eviction um, where the trespasser in my house 911 hung up on me and the police like so, aided so, the guy. So, and, so look, go back. let's go back because I know we've got very limited time and I want to clarify. So you've been through all of this. You may have bonded with your biological mother. You did not even have the first few weeks of life opportunity to connect you see it's all predicated on mother infant disconnect and so there is the problem mother infant disconnect reverberating into going into a home where you were not protected and you you worse Uh than not protected you were you were abused you were raped you, you you fell you you know there was so much so now now that you are are starting to become conscious of healing, tell me what your intent. Right. What is your intention? Because because I, I when under- I got when I got sidetracked and taken off course for working on my master's in forensic psychology, I was going to do that neuro linguistic programming and um, handwriting analysis and uh, phonology and. Um, 
Okay, so I, I'm talking. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean to interrupt you. I, I I get accused of interrupting, and I'm not meaning to. My my intent. My intention is so that that we could stay on the intention. So all of these things right. are I happening. Have, sorry, I have cognitive. I have I have TBI. So like I have a starting point, and and I get to it. It just it it's it's just my my processing. Um, like I try to go. You know, I I get I have a hard time following. You know. Cognitively. Okay, so, so how, um, how about how basically about... just mm-hmm. I just started telling you that because I ended up recognizing my PTSD in a situation where I was confronted by a police officer and freaked because I'm scared to death of him. Okay, and I triggered his act, his PTSD, mm-hmm. where the whole report was basically he was in fright and flight mode because I I was threatening to him because I said you have a gun on your hip you can't serve that and man. You can kill with that, and you scare me. And basically that got me in handcuffs for my first arrest ever in 72 hours in jail before mm-hmm. I ever got in front of a judge. Okay, and so, just so, totally ab- so, look, so look, this is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of chaos, a right. lot of breakdown. Okay, so maybe let's just clar- clarify that, number one, you, you're not the cause of part one of your life, Correct. That I don't have a big grasp on is what just happened within the last two weeks, and it had to do with the death of my father. Okay. As a result of that arrest, as a result of that arrest and just ongoing bullying with the police for the last two and a half years, um, they put my dad in a position where they shoved me in jail the day that he got out of, of the hospital um, to the point then they put me into a 72-hour uh, hold in a psych ward that ended up lasting six days. Okay, so 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 Emily, Emily, I'm I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop you because because this is this is like a session or twenty sessions worth. Okay, and there's so so much. It's okay. It's okay. I try to get innocence until proven guilty, so that people understand, especially when there's trauma involved. I want to, okay. you know, like my so, um, Emily, is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on because there are a lot of people calling. But I, this is what I'd like you to do. I want to invite you to call the psychological healing center because there's so much damage that you're describing to me. And my intention with you is for you to start organizing this damage, go to the cause so that you could start healing. So there's just yeah, so I, much. Yeah, I got all that. Okay. My so, big thing is trying to figure out how to go to government to allow people to remain a suspect. Okay, and, so I, and I, not to I'm, put extra psychological I, trauma I just have on them. To, I just have to move on because I do have another caller I'm going to stick um, with intention and do reach out to us and I'm going to try to get you some help to clean up all the mess so you have better part two in your yeah, life. Okay? I mean, not in my pocket oh, on that. Okay. It's dealing with people that I have a problem with. Okay. So I just reach, have a hard out. To listen to reach out to us and we'll see what we could do there. Okay. And, and in the meantime, thank you so much for calling in. And I do understand there's been so much that it's just very chaotic right. now. Okay. Right. I, I mean, I don't think that I have a good, good okay. understanding. I, I'm going to, I'm going to move on. Uh, so call us. Okay. And, and we can continue off air. Okay. Okay. Thank thank you, Emily. Okay. Um, you are on the couch with Dr. Judy. And who is this calling, please? Hello. Hi. And what is your name, please? Hi. My name is Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Michigan. Okay. And um, I'm up north currently right now. Okay. Um, 
Well, I, I've caused bad intentions. I used to talk to Yitz. I did counseling with Yitz. Okay, okay. And I ta- talked to you before. Um, I had a mother who passed away um, a little more than a year ago. She I'm was sorry. a narcissist. She okay, tried to okay. cut me from my from her will. Okay. And I was molested by my stepfather, and she tried to hide the truth of the whole story of the family dynamics through okay. her um, cutting people loose and, um, you know, getting rid of people. Okay. So with, with that said, I, I worked through a lot of trauma from my mother's abuse in the, in the original wound yes. of abandon, abandonment wounds, yes. which, which I, I know I have CPTSD now and I know I have these wounds of all five of the wounds. So you just know, to clarify to the audience, CPTSD is complex PTSD. It's PTSD for uh, for when you were either preverbal or unconscious or just uh, traumatized before you can understand what went down. PTSD oh, over time, over time, over time, and, and unprocessed. It's unprocessed. And I was gas. I was gaslit as mm-hmm. a. Um, 11 years when the sexual abuse was revealed. Okay. And I was blamed for it and asked if I liked it. So Really? Wow. With that is a huge, huge, huge wound from my mother. That was yeah. to brainwash me and to manipulate me into the narrative. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then you know, I was 11 and then um, my inside child, my inner child was screaming outward, but I could not verbalize to my mother. But I shrunk and I said, no, this is not my intention. Yes. You, you mean your intention right. was this, not to, to, is, to, not. to get smaller right. and to shut down? Is that what you're talking about? You're right. Talking? Right. Okay. And I, and I, right. And I went through these um, processes uh, as a young child that's where suicidal ideation came into play as a yeah. young kid. But then as I got 17, I stood up to my mother and I ran away from home. Mm-hmm. And I was very independent and I could okay. take care of myself. Okay. If something, if something occurred, I would take care of it. Now I would have the inner um, blame and, you know, shame where I felt, you know, I was the cause of this, that I was the problem. Mm-hmm. And I, and I would go, and I would go back. Okay. So I would, I would be the boomerang, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would ac- accept my role in it. I would take, take, take it. And all would be good. Cause as long as my mother could say, you hurt me when you laughed and, Oh, it, she just, you know, dramatized so, me. So, Rose, her. this this was the old system. You were stuck in there. And so your mother's yes, intention. Yes, yes, the program. Right? So the, yes, and the program was. Mm-hmm. But see, there was this inner fighter in me that said no, because when I was very, very young and the abuse was starting, maybe I was like six, seven. In the early years of it, I was wanting someone, something, someone to see me, rescue me. Okay. Take me out of that. So I your knew wish, your the difference wish. between right and wrong. Okay, your wish. And so is... I had a spirit. I had a spirit, okay. and my my soul, my soul was saying, "You, you want better than this. You expect better than this. This is what not what love is. Okay. Right. This is not what love is. 
So, um, relationships-wise, as I was an adult, I worked hard. And relationships-wise, if something didn't feel right, I was out. So um, let, let me let me clarify what my understanding if they, if they didn't, is. If they didn't you, work out, I would, you know, you know, I would be okay, you know. So I'm, I'm I'm hearing here that your intention is is for you to have your own mind. Your intention is for you to have your freedom. Your intention is for you <laughs> essentially to you be the are. cause. You're not going to stand, you know, you, you as, as, as children, we're in a hostage situation, so we don't get a choice. But as you found your no, your intention Clarity. was to, to find that boundary and not march to the old tune of the system. So when you found your no and your yes. clarity, that's where things opened yes. up for you. And that's what I mean by being the cause. See, being the cause yes. is the opposite of being at I the was, effect. Understood? Yep. I, I worked. Yes, exactly. I worked through with kids all the way through to talking about my marriage late August. And I was in despair because I've been through this this problem with my husband for uh, the whole entire marriage, but it it come to a boil and you guys said that, you know, we had to work through to these wounds. Yes. Because, and I I needed clarity on my relationship first. And I also needed to shed my truth light. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. been hard. It Mm has been very hard, but my husband has, wounds that he cannot address and it's been three and a half years of me saying you're going to look at this it's a tough one because see so i get dysregulated when i'm trying to so so i guess my intention for this year is going to be i'm no longer going to manage anyone else beautiful beautiful Right. So your intention. And my daughter told my yeah. My daughter told me today. She goes, "Mom, you're stronger than you think. You can do this. You can break free from this. Okay. He's not going to change. So you're not going to manage anybody else's emotions, but your own. And I also want to acknowledge right. that that oftentimes people will come to the psychological healing center and. Uh, they'll come as a couple, and one may not want to do the work, or one, or, or most of the time, Correct. one will come and the other won't. And I always warn Correct. people. I always warn people. My, and this goes back to intention. My intention is not here to create a divorce or separation or, or break break. No, up. but I tried. I tried to fix it with all of this by myself and pointing it out. Yes. And the nar- the narcissism part of him, the defensive mechanism, said, "No, I don't want to hear your psychobabble BS. I so, don't okay, want so- to go there. I don't want to talk about the past, and we want to move forward." In the meantime, he's wanting to love bomb. He wants to so manipulate. you can't you can't move on. You can't just have a psychological dump, so to speak. And pretend that it doesn't stink yeah. and move on. Okay, so here's the thing that I wanted to say is with couples therapy or even with individual therapy, sometimes one will grow, one will will, will own their own I, stuff, exactly. and the other one yeah. won't. And it does. Let's be real here. It can and does create a rift between the two people. And well, Dr. Judy, I lost my agency and my, my self-esteem and my no. self-worth on my wedding night yeah. with my mother-in-law as, as behind the helm. 
But I also hear, and I also hear your soul. You know, as you said, my soul won't it's, let me. My I want soul her to come back. I want her to come back. I want her back. Who? Who? Who do you want? I, back? I'm, my my light, my soul. I want her you to want come her back. Her back. She's been, so she's, she's been told for for almost thirty years that um, your feelings don't matter. You don't have this value. I've been just. Uh, respected, disregarded, so I'm, I'm off I'm, for the entire relationship because I went from being codependent to my marriage and accepted verbal abuse mm-hmm. to a, 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 a large degree that I couldn't define it to yet. I couldn't even get there until I got mm-hmm. through with my mother's stuff. Okay. okay. And I came full circle with my mother through the mind map. And I'm not mad at her anymore. I'm not angry. I'm sitting in her house, and I'm not angry at all the past because I was able to identify the wounds. So, Emily, now now was, that you know all this and you've done so much work, you're, 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 mm-hmm. I, I think I'm picking up a pretty clear intention that is that your intention is that you want to be supportive of yourself, your soul, your, 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 you want, you want yes, to be able and, to and, be in But touch. I want to be around people that emotionally support me because when I'm told by my, my spouse that I can't always be your rock, that's not the kind of rescuing, you know, I'm looking for a different kind of rescuing than he's uh, thinking. He's just not, he's not there. And I grew and I okay, woke so, up. So just, and... just, just, just to go through what you just said, your, your husband might, might be saying, I don't know what exactly he's saying, cause I don't know him, but if he's saying, I can't always be your rock, there may be a truth to that, that he can't always be there he may be sometimes Mm -hmm. or most of the time and so i think part of mental health is also to um have more of a of a shade shades of gray thinking not just black and white correct okay right correct and there's there are some wounds from his mother because on christmas eve she wounded my grandson, but not directly because he's oblivious to it. But I corrected her. And the first time in many years that I stuck my neck up to my mother-in-law and was not afraid. Because, what were the results? Um, tell, me, tell me the results. I didn't hurt over an ache. I felt like a grown-up that I took care of her bad, bad manners okay okay so you said something it really took care of it something because i kind of kind of just like on her level with grace and i said you know what my grandson is not dumb he's two mm-hmm. <laughs> and i and, and, and i didn't shrink okay so it sounds like shrink. like you have a backbone and your intention is to self-express and to keep yourself in integrity and and, and without and be, without imploding and crying and yes. feeling like I'm never gonna win the love and and so, the respect of this nasty woman. <laughs> okay, so I want to just so, address one thing, and then I'll I'll go to the last part of the show because I know we're running short on time. So, what I want to yes. say to you is that that it is important who we hang out with. I'm saying this to everyone. It matters who are. Um, who our team mm-hmm. is, and if we have team members that uh, pull us down, if we have team members right. that demean, devalue, and destroy, mm-hmm. 
then we need to reconsider Mm -hmm. who we have on our team. And if we're married to people that are not good teammates, Mm -hmm. then we have to do the best that we can to have that peaceful healing dialogue with the person and just say, look, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't, this is the way I like to put it. Don't drop the person, drop the problem. So you tell the person, look, I don't, I I, Right. Yeah. Right. I don't want to I drop just say you, that but about these four problems. months ago, I said it already. So I'm. I was very clear with my line. My lines are there. I'm drawing, drawing the boundaries. It's okay. happening. All right. So so uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm. I'm. I thank you for calling in. I'm gonna um, start concluding the show because I know we're very very short on time. And so thank you, Doctor Judy. You're welcome. And I'm I'm so glad that you've done so much work. Yitz Epstein is our life coach. I think he's awesome. We're working on a, a take, project. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it, it finally it finally clicked. It okay. took a little bit, but it finally clicked. I got it. Okay. Well, thank you very much thank for you. calling in. Okay. And uh, I know that Yitz and you will probably uh, be in touch. So let us know how you're doing. Okay. All right. Thank you, honey. Okay. You're very Bye-bye. welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, this year has been uh, um, a, a, a quite a remarkable year for many. Of, it's extreme. I've had some real uh, tragic reports from, from people in my practice, some very tragic reports, and then also the exhilarating feeling of, of helping people really break out of this psychological uh, prison. And um, I just wanted to remind everybody that that $95 MindMap video series is chock full of information. I think it's the best bang for the buck because I personally go through the the MindMap. Every single panel I dissect, and it's about eight and a half or so hours worth of listening time and it's an opportunity to learn. And then you can also watch the video with family members and discuss and then download the mind map journal so that you can write in it. And so I, I just want to go in a moment to shrink that tune. But before I do so, I want to thank everyone for their kindness and for um, for the, uh, the, uh, the, the great courage it, it takes to heal. And also to thank my beautiful staff for learning and growing and incorporating the mind map into uh, the practice and for being um, my personal agents of change and and growth. I don't like the word change. I should use another word. My personal agents for healing and and paradigm shifting and and remembering that you can get a free copy of the book. And one thing that everyone I know appreciates is if you like who you've been working with and and what you've been learning, uh, please do remember to um, like us on Facebook uh, or review us on Yelp or uh, Amazon, the book, which is out there in in hard copy. You can order it from Amazon and get a free copy from, from us and just download it. Okay, so... The last part of this segment is uh, Shrink That Tune. So I want to go to a tune called, oh, wow, all these notes just lying around, lying around. Okay, let me see if I can pull it up. And it is called Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. 
Don't let me be misunderstood. It's an old song. The animals. Baby, do you understand me now? Sometimes I feel a little mad, but don't you know that no one alive could always be an angel? When things go wrong, I feel real bad. So what is what is this natural inclination in us? It's to be understood. It's to be mirrored and to be attuned to. And we can't always be that much of an angel of perfection, perfectionist, perfectionistic listening and attunement. And uh, we, we at least have to be in the game of wanting to be that person to, to give people uh, uh, attention and acknowledgement. I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. And I think when our intentions are clear, we're less likely to be misunderstood. Baby, sometimes I'm so carefree with a joy that's hard to hide. And sometimes it seems that all I have to do is worry. And then you're bound to see my other side. So rather than uh, going up and down and like an elevator ride and and being dysregulated, um, I think that if you come from the intention of clarity and communication, okay, I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be understood. So I'm saying, spell it out. Be clear. Own your own stuff. And don't forget this year always to self-reflect and self-correct because that is the pathway to healing. So I want to wish everyone a very, very happy, clear-sighted 2020 vision for 2020. Thank you so much for joining in. Good night, everybody.